Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful. Uh, Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like The task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list, and I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it, or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know? Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Crystal Lockwood. I'm the founder of Motherhood Simplified. And today's episode, we are talking about how to declutter your clothes. I'm going to do this as a general thing. The, what we're going to talk about is going to apply to your clothes and your kids' clothes. And last week, last episode was all about how to declutter the toys. And I'm doing these two episodes because toys and clothes are the top two things that I get asked about for moms. And I think if you're a mom, you understand why. (laughs) So before we jump into how to actually declutter your clothes, I want to talk to you about why clothes decluttering is hard for us because we have to understand this. We have to understand it. Like if, if decluttering the clothes was just as easy as getting rid of them, 
you would have already done it by now. So we need to understand why it's hard so that we can understand the obstacles we are coming up against and move past them. So the first reason that decluttering the clothes for moms is hard is because we need them. And so having less scares us in a way, and it makes us think that we won't have enough to meet our needs. And especially if we live in places with variable weather. So I'm going to talk to you about weather real quick because it needs to be talked about. Okay. It doesn't matter where moms live. They will say that because of the weather, they have so many clothes and they can't figure out how to have less because, you know, they can have all the seasons in a day or whatever it is. And I want to let you know that I have had simplified wardrobes in all kinds of weather, Alaska, where the weather is as extreme as you would think it would be. And then Florida, where the weather is also just as extreme, but on the opposite end of the spectrum, Idaho, where there is a perfect four seasons and they overlap with each other. And so I needed a variety of clothes there, Southern California, where it was pretty nice all of the time, like 80 degrees, pretty much on any given day, every single day. Of course there's a few exceptions, but, and now I live in the Midwest where literally you can have, you can wake up to thunderstorms and hail, and then it can be 90 degrees in the afternoon and super sunny. So we, and of course, like the extreme variable winters and all of that, but we get freaked out by having less clothes because we think we're not going to have our needs met. We think that we're not going to have enough or think that we're going to be cold or we're going to be too hot or whatever. And here's the thing is that you can be prepared for those seasons. If you have a plan for how you're going to structure your wardrobes and your kids' wardrobes, and your plan does not mean that you have to have two weeks of every single possible weather, right? And I teach you exactly how to do this in my course, Clothes Decluttering 101. It's a full system that works for moms and parents. I'm a mom of five, five kids, lived in all kinds of weather. I know how to do this very well. And that's what I teach you in Clothes Decluttering 101. It is available individually now. It hasn't been available for about a year and it's available to you now. So you can find that in the description of the video or in the show notes. But if you're strategic about your clothing, you will have enough. You will have all of your weather needs met and you will not be overwhelmed. And I am not saying this to brag, but I haven't been behind on laundry since 2013. And after I simplified our clothes. So I, I know that this is possible. You don't have to submit to being overwhelmed by laundry just because you're a mom, just because you live in whatever kind of place you live in. And I've even had moms say who live in San Diego, like, well, we have all kinds of weather and you know, I need it. And I'm like, you live in San Diego. I've lived there. You, you don't need it, but it's just these mental things that make decluttering the clothes hard. So I want to acknowledge that for you. And I just kind of challenge you to think about it a little bit more critically not so emotionally, because that will help you move past this reason that decluttering the clothes is hard. Now, the second reason that decluttering the clothes is hard is because we think it's going to make us do more laundry if we have less clothes. And this is just not true. You will be at minimum doing the same amount of laundry. You just won't be able to fall behind and get overwhelmed and have laundry piles all over because you have so many to pull from that you can just let it fall behind and then 
have eight loads of laundry to get caught up on and never get caught up on those because you are a mom with a busy life and you just don't have time to do it. So it feels like you're doing laundry all of the time, getting nowhere. And the reality is that when you have less clothes to wear, you just can't, you just can't fall behind. It's just not overwhelming anymore. And I know that's a really hard concept to wrap your mind around if you haven't experienced it, but it's true for me. And if somebody would have told me this nine years ago, I would have told them, no, like (laughs) not true. I need these clothes. My kids need these clothes. My kids wear these clothes. And if you have toddlers, the other benefit of having less is that when they do their thing of changing outfits 18 times a day, you're able to tell like, okay, these aren't actually dirty. Like I can hang this back up. They didn't actually wear these. They pulled them down, put it on and then threw it on the floor and you can put them back up there and you can keep it separated because you're not like pulling from, you're not living out of laundry baskets and that kind of a thing. Now, one thing that I want to say to kind of back, it's kind of a combination of reasons, reason number one and reason number two, that clothes decluttering is hard is that we are used to being surrounded by so much laundry. That's our comfort zone. Our comfort zone is an abundance, an excessive amount. And so having less just feels like it won't be enough. And it will, if you have kids clothes saved for three years, it's kind of a security blanket in in a way, right? You're like, man, I have three years of clothes. I don't have to buy clothes for the next three years. And you probably will anyway, but it, it is kind of like a, a big loss and this false sense of security because you are used to having so much around you that you can't possibly imagine having less and it still being enough. But it is one of those things that you just have to experience it and try it little by little. I'm not saying that you have to get rid of all of your clothes at once and have seven outfits only per person. You can do it little by little and and give yourself evidence that you still have enough clothes. You don't have to do more laundry and all of your needs are still met. You just kind of have to practice proving this to yourself. We have a baby here with us now. Now, the third reason that decluttering the clothes is hard is because clothes are cute, right? Let's just be honest. They are a creative expression for many of us and the fashion industry, especially children's fashion industry markets really heavily and very well to us and makes us want to buy all of the cute things, all of the seasonal things, all of the matching outfits and all of the fun things to express our individuality. And so we think that by having less clothes, we are stifling our creativity or we are stifling our personal style. And that is not true. It actually allows for so much more creativity and expression and enjoyment and fulfillment and satisfaction in your clothing as a form of expression. If that's something that you do, because you're not overwhelmed by it and you're not bogged down by it too much of a good thing is never a good thing. And there is such a thing as too many clothes, especially if it's a creative expression for you. If you're, if your source of enjoyment and satisfaction and fun and creativity is through clothing and you have so much that it's not fun anymore, and it's just a burden and you're upset by how much money you've spent on it. And you're devastated and burdened by how much work it takes to maintain the amount of clothes that you have, it's okay to have less and you will still be able to do all of those things that you love. You're going to be able to do it in a much more sustainable and deeply satisfying way. Okay. So those are not all of the reasons that clothes decluttering is hard. Like I said, I'm not going into the specifics of why 
close decluttering is hard as a mother. I have a, a podcast episode on why it's difficult for moms that you can go listen to. I'll link it in the show notes. I've talked about it specifically to moms, but these are general reasons that close decluttering is hard for anyone's clothes. Okay. So let's talk about two ways that you can actually declutter the, the clothes. So you can do it all at once, like Marie Kondo style. And when you do this, essentially what you're doing is taking an aerial view of everything that you have, getting rid of the things that you know, for sure you don't want and don't want to keep like things that are broken, things that are stained, things that don't fit, things that are not your style anymore, things that are worn out and keeping the things that are wearable, that do fit you, that are still what you think is your personal style. And then piecing it together and making sure that what you keep fits in the space that you have. And it feels really good. It feels really good. And you can do this. I, I recommend separating it by person or like size and season. I know a lot of people have clothing saved for future children and future seasons. So just do it like one person at a time, or just one bin at a time, or one size at a time, or one season at a time, pull it out, go through it all, and then put it back. That's one way you can do it. The second way that you can do it is as you're doing the laundry, declutter items of clothing as they come out of the dryer and sort it into put away piles or donate piles. Now, the, the trick with this is that you can't just be doing the clothing that you're wearing on a regular basis, because if obviously if you're wearing these clothes, you're not going to be decluttering them. So this is going to require you to do a backlog of laundry. And in order to do it this way successfully, you will need to set a date and a container essentially for when you're going to do this and when you want to be done because Parkinson's law says that work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. So if you just say, I'm going to, I'm going to catch up on the laundry. I'm going to do all of the laundry and declutter it as I go, but you don't put a clear deadline and you don't give yourself that structure of like, okay, I'm going to do one load of everyday laundry and one load of backload laundry a day or every other day or four of them on the weekend, it won't get done. So you have to set that container, whatever it is for you. And you can actually do this one of two ways. Okay. You can do it this, the slower way, which is doing it at home with your one. Most people have one washer and dryer. You can do it one at a time and set it out that way, or you can utilize a laundromat and you can just take everything all at once, wash everything all at once, do it all at once. Basically a combination of this shortened version and the Marie Kondo style and just pack what is coming back home with you into your car and your laundry baskets, pack what's going to be donated into bags and drop it off on the way home. It can be that easy, but just decide like, when am I going to do this? How many loads am I going to do? What's the plan? And then hold yourself to it. Cause if you don't actually do that, it won't ever get done. And this is actually something that I do teach you how to do again in closed decluttering one-on-one. Okay. So just real quick, a rundown of the sequence of decluttering the clothes. I would like to tell you that real quick. Start by just getting rid of the obvious clothing items that are broken, holy, stained, worn out, stretched, don't fit right. And just, you know, are not in good condition because a lot of times the clothes that we are keeping are old and they are worn out and they are not even clothes that we can feel good about donating because you can't donate broken clothes. If it's a zipper that you never fix, if it's missing a button that you never fixed, if it just doesn't fit you right, don't keep it. 
Okay. And then after that, get rid of the things that you just never wear and never reach for. They sit in your closet and you're like, man, that's really cute, man. That's really cute, man. That's really cute. And then you never wear it because ultimately it's not your style. So get rid of those things that are, you're just used to being there and you're used to the idea of them being something that maybe you'll wear one day and you just ultimately know that you never will. And if you are in a season of life where you're like pregnant and breastfeeding and you have these kinds of clothes that you just don't wear or reach for because you're in this season of life, if you can't imagine yourself actually wearing it in the future, get rid of it because our styles change and trends change. So by the time you get to that season of life, you're probably going to want to buy something new anyway, and that's okay. Don't feel bad about that. Okay. Then the way that you get rid of what's left is by choosing your absolute favorites, as far as the style, the fit, the condition and fits comfortably in your closet. So if you get rid of the broken, holy stained things and you get rid of the things that you just never wear and you deep down know you never will wear again, and you still have too much to comfortably fit in your closet or your dressers, whatever you have, it's time to make the difficult decisions of just choosing what to keep. And it's a lot easier to choose what to keep than it is to decide what to let go of. So choose what you want to keep and make sure that it fits in the space that you have, whatever that space is. And we can apply Parkinson's law here as well. And we can say that if we know that we have one closet, a dresser, multiple laundry baskets, the tops of the closets, the shelves that we are keeping our clothes in, we will keep as many clothes that fit into that space. So choose your designated space and stick to that boundary. If you want to make it so that your clothes all fit hanging in your dresser without having stacks of folded clothing above where they are hung, stick to that. If you want all of your clothes to fit into one dresser drawer, stick to that. If you want to, another way you can do this is like choosing 40 clothes hangers and only keeping what fits on those 40 clothes hangers. And once you start to, you know, if you have to buy more clothes hangers, instead of buying more clothes hangers, just get rid of the clothes that don't fit there anymore. So give yourself these boundaries. And again, if you want like very strategic, simple to the point steps and support and figuring this out, you can enroll in clothes decluttering 101 or for the month of August, when you enroll in decluttering simplified, the course that teaches you exactly how to declutter your entire home, start to finish, you actually get clothes decluttering 101 for free. So after August, these will not be bundled together. You will be able to purchase them separately, but why not get them when you can get them all, all at one price, right? Instead of having to pay for multiple systems. So if you are interested in that, again, check the show notes, check the description of this episode. And thank you so much for hanging out with me. Uh, real quick before you go to, if you find this podcast helpful for you, I would love if you left me a review. You can only leave reviews on iTunes. And if you leave me a review, I prefer a, a positive review that helps me get the word out to more people. If you take a screenshot of the review that you leave before you submit it, because if you submit it, it takes a few days for iTunes to populate it on the feed, take a screenshot before you submit it, then submit it. If you email that screenshot to me, Krista at motherhoodsimplified.com, I will 
send you a one hour decluttering workshop as a thank you. It's a surface decluttering workshop where I'm giving you real life examples of how I would declutter things like your counter spaces, your floor piles, your stair piles, your dressers, your nightstands, your craft rooms, like your kitchen counters. I don't know if I said that already, but very hands-on tangible ways to help you declutter your home. And I will do that in exchange for your positive review. Now, if you don't listen on iTunes, you can't leave a review, but here's what you can do. Just email me a positive review of the podcast that I can use across my marketing and social media platforms. I would appreciate it so much. It helps me get the word out to more moms like you who need this kind of decluttering support. And it is my way of saying thank you. So thank you for hanging out today. I will see you all on the next episode. Before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, Head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the motherhood simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.